0: Relax and get ready to learn. Here's Pat.
1: Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast. My name is Pat Iyer. I have with me Becca Swan, who is a legal nurse consultant who started her business from working clinically in the hospital and was given the opportunity to work with a group of legal nurse consultants within an LNC business. Becca, let's first of all welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. It's great to be here. And I think in this show, what we will focus on is your transition from being a clinical nurse and finding legal nurse consulting to what it was like working inside of an LNC business, and then to what you're doing now. You were a staff nurse when you learned. I assume you were a staff nurse in critical care when you learned about legal nurse consulting how did you find out about the profession um yeah I actually I was in nursing school still when I found out
2: about the profession um, I had a professor who she was teaching us healthcare law um, was the course that I was taking and she was a nurse but also an attorney and I was just so awed by her, I enjoyed her courses. I enjoyed her. I looked up to her tremendously. Um, and during throughout office hours and the semester that I got to spend in her class, um, the topic came up that you don't have to go to law school to work on the legal side of healthcare, and that just blew my mind. How? How do I get into this? Tell me more. So she's like, you need to get some experience and a respected. Um, whatever you choose, whatever uh, specialty in nursing, uh, become more or less an expert, uh, at least the minimum of five years in that specialty. like, And then you can start working. Um, and she's like, I recommend working with an attorney or anything like that. But she's like, yeah, as soon as you get the experience, just look into the job, or or come to me and we'll talk about it and I'll see if I can help you in any way, um, so. That was always in the back of my mind. And I, as a new nurse, it's so stressful that there's so much to learn. That It definitely got pushed back. Um, but as the years went on, it started coming back to the forefront of my mind. I was like, you know what? That is still something that I sounds really cool and really interesting to me. That's how I learned about it. Did you ever go back to her? I have. I've emailed her. Um, I have stayed in touch because I needed her for a letter of recommendation at one point. Mm-hmm. Um and this was years ago now, probably before. Um, and I let her know that I was going to start looking and she's like that's fantastic. If you have any issues getting a job, let me know. Um, and we will look into see. Luckily, I did not. Um, but I I should actually reconnect with her. Thank
1: you for reminding me. Nice. Nice. So you learned about legal nurse consulting in nursing school. And I, I think for many of our listeners who graduated from nursing school pre-19, 1980s, legal nurse consulting as a profession was not identified. Mm-hmm. We were first called in the early 1980s, we were called medical legal consultants. Legal nurse consulting was a term that was adopted later on. Although I think there were, there's always been nurses from time immemorial who have given help to attorneys, but not within the framework of a profession. When ALNC was formed by a group of nurses from, I think they're from California and Arizona, I believe. And some of the early nurses involved in the profession were also from Texas. But that's when people began to realize Yeah, you know, other nurses are doing what we're doing. We've got common interests and common experiences. Why don't we get together and form an organization, which was formed, I believe, in 1986, 85 is when the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants was developed. I joined the year after it was developed. But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Tell me then, you're interested in legal nurse consulting. You've got a professor professor who planted that little seed in the back of your mind. What was the next step for you? How did you get your first job? Um, so I have two aunts
2: that are nurses. Um, they're incredible. One of them took a management route, so she became director of a facility um, and the other one took pediatric route, um, and she was instrumental in her community. Um, I went to both of them, and I was like, hey, I'm looking to transition away from the bedside. I really want to end up in this role. What are your thoughts? Um, and they both told me that you don't even know if you like sitting in a desk chair for five days a week for eight hours. Why don't you start with something in the hospital system you're at? They're more likely to hire you just give that a go. So I actually applied to a utilization review um, department within the hospital system that I was working for at the time. I got hired on um, and I learned that I loved it. It was similar in a way of like, you're just digging through medical records, um, looking kind of for a very specific thing in these records, learning how to analyze them, um, working with a physician on if this patient is appropriate or not for this level of care. and I enjoyed it and I was like, yeah, I like this. I like it a lot. So then I started looking for um, roles in my community that were um, posted for legal nurse consulting positions Mm -hmm. on job boards like Zip Recruiter and Indeed and things like that. And I stumbled upon one that was in my
1: city. So I applied. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. What was the interview process like? It was interesting.
2: Um, So it was kind of unlike anything I had ever experienced in nursing, especially a bedside role. Um, It's a nurse manager, maybe a recruiter that you talk to. um, End of story. They want you or they don't, very quick. Um, So I had an interview with a legal nurse consultant at the firm and that went great. And okay, I'm going to have you come into the office and it was my first real panel interview. So the owner of the company, a couple of attorneys with the company and two of the legal nurse consultants were there. And it was very intimidating. Um, at the time I didn't know it, but I now know that all they really wanted was my nursing knowledge. I thought I needed to bring so much more to the table. Uh, I was, it was a corporate job almost. And I thought I needed to do so much more and I, I didn't have that knowledge, I didn't have how a business works or anything really how like legal healthcare side of aspect, but they were just looking for my knowledge, which all prospective legal nurse consultants out there, like that's such a important thing to know. And just you are enough, like your nursing knowledge is enough for this role. Um, but yeah, so it was really intimidating. I had to do that. And then I had another, um, interview with just the legal nurse consultant after just to kind of debrief, um, a day or two after, and then they offered me the role. Um, but it was very different than any bedside nursing job I had interviewed for until that point.
1: Hmm. think you were offered the role. What was your understanding of what they wanted you to do? Um, it was a little confusing at first, but
2: I I just knew that I was going to be a nurse next to a handful of other nurses in this office and reviewing cases that attorneys would send to us. Um, and they would all have some sort of medical relation, whether it be a motor vehicle accident and assessing the injuries and damages done or a birth injury and assessing things like cases such as that. That was my very basic concept of going into that role of what I would be doing.
1: hmm were you so reviewing much. paper records or were you reviewing electronic records? So I have almost always done
2: electronic records. Um, that's all I've learned. We had one or two cases that were paper because they were older cases and that's how they would requested records in the past. So the, and facilities were sending, so that's how they were sent to us. Um, I think because of, for the attorney that we were working with; those cases were older. Um, I think they were both birth injury because I know that the statute for damages and stuff was a lot longer mm-hmm. than typical cases, too. So, but yeah, predominantly electronic records, which I prefer. Um, but I I can only imagine the transition from paper to electronic would have been very difficult because I'm someone who likes a, a paper textbook, what I'm learning. So
1: that would be a very hard
2: thing to switch to. Yeah.
1: The old paper versus digital argument, are yeah. ebooks better than paperback books? Are electronic medical records better than paper records? What are the pros and cons of each? Yep, exactly. So you got um, some sort of an it sounds like an overview of the job was the reality of what you did similar to what you expected you would be doing when you first started the job Um as a new
2: LNC I think I had maybe over-glamorized like how much investigative or research I would be doing um, it was important for me to learn how to even interpret records and put them in a chronology. Um, I did a lot more. It felt like data entry at first for the first couple months, just getting used to the work um, and getting feedback and doing it a little more fine-tuned. I worked on a lot of motor vehicle personal injury cases where it felt like less of a smoking gun of what went wrong in this or determining a merit evaluation. So. In that aspect, that wasn't exactly what I expected. I thought I would be needing a little bit more of like my critical care of like, oh yeah, that wound started because this was really poor um, turning schedule and they didn't implement all these preventions. But at first it was more of just this injury happened and you need to outline what happened to the patient afterwards. Um, So that wasn't exactly what I had imagined. but I learned to love that. And it's just as important as the, rest, as the rest of the cases. But as time went on and I got better at the job and the lead nurses were able to work with me more and train me more, I got to do more of the investigative and research parts of the reviews and more <clears throat> sorry, medical
1: malpractice cases.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point because When I first got into legal nurse consulting, people more experienced than I said, oh, if you can do meta mal cases, you can do personal injury cases. And the implication that I heard from that was, well, personal injury cases are much easier. And in some ways they are, because you're not forming opinions about standard of care. Although you could, if a personal injury person becomes the victim of medical malpractice then you've got mm-hmm. a double whammy there but it on the surface personal injury cases look more at what are the damages what's the permanency what's the causation what were pre-existing conditions you're not doing quite as much critical thinking in my experience as you are with a medical malpractice case where you're looking at so many variables And yet, it's it's such a great transition to doing more complex cases. What you're stimulating in me, Becca, is this continuum concept. When you're doing the data entry, as you talked about at the beginning, where you're, you're filling in forms repetitively, like in product liability cases, where you're pulling out certain pieces of data for every person in the same way That's a very repetitive work, which quite honestly gets boring for many people after a while. Mm -hmm. But then you move into more complex ones. You've gotten that skill down. You've gotten, here's the piece of data. This is where it goes. Connection. Which makes all the other aspects of extracting data easier and more routine because you've overcome that learning hurdle. Is that what your experience was? Before we continue with the show, I'd like to share this special announcement with you. What if you could apply your nursing skills to work that doesn't involve a daily commute, 12-hour shifts, continuous exhaustion, and too often putting your life at risk? What stands in the way of you starting a new career where you can work at home, have flexible hours, and finally, to get to spend some time with your family. In my book, Get Your First LNC Case, I share what I learned about how to build a successful business. I went from being on the verge of losing my home to a career as a legal nurse consultant. I built a multi-million-dollar independent legal nurse consulting business. The practices and principles you'll discover in this book come directly from what my colleagues and I learned about how to start a business. You may be thinking, it sounds great, but do I have what it takes to become an LNC? Do you like digging into medical records? Do details fascinate you? Do you enjoy writing reports? Do you enjoy researching and learning? Do you like to teach and do you communicate well? These are the qualities a successful LNC needs. What else do you need? Get your first LNC case. This book takes you through the essential building blocks for starting your business. With chapters on my lessons from the first and subsequent cases, what it takes to get started, and various paths you can follow, overcoming career risks, and more, the book is full of practical and realistic advice. Take the first step and read get your first LNC case. Go to lnc.tips forward slash creating series and buy an instant download of the book or use the button to head over to the sales page on Amazon for the paperback or Kindle copy. Now let's return to the show.
2: I think so. Yeah. And I think, especially in our personal injury cases and this, not to say that it's necessarily easier. I think it's easier to train on because it's more cut and dry too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, it, it's a severe learning curve going from no background to learning how to do the um, cases, but exactly. It's, it's easier to tell someone that, no, that's not how you need to approach this case um because it's more it's i would say it's more black and white in a personal injury cases like that is um a chiropractic appointment because of that injury it needs to be included um their maximum mm-hmm. recovery needs to be included it's just very structured um and the eligibility requirements for what goes into a report and what does not is just more cut and dry and um, coming from science backgrounds, I think that's easy to start learning on where one thing is true and one thing is not. For the most, I, every patient is different, but at the same time, it's it's a little more to the point and factual than um, other cases. Um, not aren't always. It could be like, oh well, that could be negligent, or yeah. So no. I think exactly, it's a it's a continuum of. These cases are going to help you learn Mm -hmm. the work on the more not so clear-cut pictures.
1: You used a phrase a few minutes ago, uh, the severe learning curve. Tell us what that was like going through that learning curve. It was very humbling.
2: Um, I went from an area, I I had a very brief utilization review, but critical care nurse is what I am, and I feel pretty confident in my abilities as a critical care nurse. Um, and so I went from that and feeling good about where I was in my career to starting over. Um, and that humbles most people, I would assume. When I did my very first report at the LNC firm, I got it back and all of the tracking from the word like document. I don't know if you can see when how. Someone fixes something you've done. It was bright red. Um, everything was changed at least a little bit, and I wanted to cry. My stomach dropped. Um, it was not a great feeling, but it was all constructive feedback. The nurse that was training me was phenomenal. It was nothing on her. It was all. It was all learning. I needed to learn. I needed that feedback. Um, <laughs> I needed that structure. But yeah, just even learning what. Was irrelevant to be putting in, and that's fluff that an attorney does not need to know about. That they, that's not important in a case. And I added a lot of extra things, spent a lot of extra time on cases that didn't need to be spent. Um, I wasted my own time, and it it took that to learn what was important for each case. And it is a case by case basis. So, uh, yeah, that. I will never forget getting that report back and looking at it and it being just bright red with all the tracking marks Um, and then being so excited with each week going forward with each new case I did having less and less of those. Um, (laughs) And then the first time I had one with one comment, I was like, this is a great report. I'm so happy. Like, uh, uh,
1: I have done it. I am getting there. We're, we are moving forward. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. You remind me of the first expert witness report that I wrote for a defense attorney. And he called me up and he said, Pat, this is not the way that you write a report. No. And I thought, well, I don't know how to write a report. I've never seen one. How about giving me a sample, telling me how to structure it? Yeah. So he watched me through how to construct it. It was an expert witness report. And once he... Clarified it for me, then it became all right, fine. I can use that template from now on. Yeah. I think I had citations. I was quoting the literature. I don't think I talked about what materials I had received. I didn't go through the format of materials received, summary of medical events, standard of care, deviations or no deviations. He helped me a lot with that. And he was very patient. And it sounds like you had a patient person working with you too. I did. And I think that's been so
2: instrumental in moving forward in this career is that I had an incredible nurse and mentor that was with me through my process of transitioning into this role. Um, and like your attorney, I think it's been, that's invaluable to find someone like that in any, in any area of your life to help you learn.
1: It is. Uh, when I started hiring LNCs as subcontractors, as expert witnesses, and began reviewing their reports, I was the one sending back the red highlighted reports to them. And yeah. their skills got better and better and better as they learned from having their materials proofread, edited, formulated in such a way that it did conform to the stress, because I didn't, uh, the standards. I didn't want anyone else to go through the experience of having an attorney telling them that their report was not set up properly. Yeah. Words are so important in the legal world. They are, yeah. Well, yeah. tell us uh, the, about the kinds of cases that you worked on in the LNC company. I know you mentioned some birth injury cases and some personal injury. What are some of the other types of cases that you got exposure to? Uh, yeah, I did.
2: We worked a lot with uh, a big firm that did a lot of nursing home negligence um, and neglect. Um, and that would often turn to um, like elder care and wrongful death cases as well. Um, so I've done a lot of those. Um, a lot of uh, surgical, like the malpractice, um, that they deviate from the standards of care, uh, things along those lines. Uh, birth injury, as you heard, my background is not anywhere near birth, um, but there was a nurse that had experience um, and she would kind of walk me through and I would call her if I had any questions on things, which is a great thing about nursing in general. We all have a nurse in a different specialty that we know that we can call up and say, hey, tell me about this aspect. Um, but yeah, I had my hand um, a little bit of like toxic tort. Um, we did, uh was Valsartan that we worked on a little. Um, oh, Zantac, too. Oh. And what else did we do? It seems like I was fortunate enough to be able to work on a lot of cases. We did some special projects with um, really sending, like, a big picture of wounds. Um, I would do like PowerPoint presentations or things like that. So an attorney would take it to mediation. Um, I worked on deposition preparation with attorneys Mm -hmm. and yeah, so I got, um, to do a lot of great types of cases and learning a lot of aspects of the legal nurse consulting role and how helpful we can be, um, one with the personal injury, we did a lot of billing summaries and demand letters as well. So. Like that.
1: If you could give advice to somebody who was seeking a job working in-house in the type of situation that you're describing, what would you say to that person? Uh, you said, "Get what advice would I give to them? Yes. What advice would you give somebody who's considering applying for a job of the nature that you're describing? You were working in-house for an LNC business. Mm-hmm. which is fairly atypical compared to nurses who get jobs in law firms, which are far more plentiful. Yes. Um, so I've
2: never worked for a firm directly, but my advice for the role that I went is to do it. It is a great transition. Um, it's a It was a really great way to learn. Uh, learning from the person that you want to be that the role another LNC was fantastic and getting to sit next to other nurses and pick their brains um, on cases and how they approach them was not even comparable um, to trying to even learn it on my own through a course or anything too uh, you can't replace a human connection genu anything um, and so it was I would say go for it if you have the opportunity. Not all of us do. It was an in-house position in the city that I live in, um, so unfortunately, those aren't all over the nation. Mm-hmm. But if there is in your city, I would highly recommend it. And if you want to transition into this role, it's a great way to learn. It's a great way to get exposure and to network with other LNCs and just learn and grow from them. Mm-hmm. Kind of learn the business side of things because that's not what we worried about at bedside nursing. We don't know. You you just as a bedside nurse, you just you're worried about making sure your patients are okay and taken care of each shift. You're not worried about structure of how the hospital runs as a business.
1: (laughs) Now you've left that job. You have returned to the bedside for a period of time. You're now on the way back into the bedside. What's your life? and your LNC business been like since you left the company? Yeah, so I left the
2: company during the height of COVID um, to return. And we talked about that in a prior podcast, if anyone's interested in hearing. Um, And since I left the company, I've done some subcontracting between assignments as a critical care nurse. Um, And so I've been doing kind of both, um, part-time essentially. And I am start. I just really started about a year ago going independent. Um, I opened my LLC and I have started um, my own company. I am my own employer, and that feels great. Um, and so, yeah, I am doing independent LNC work. I am also working as a critical care nurse um, during travel assignments and I am looking to just continue to grow my business um, and maybe someday eventually transition away from bedside again but right now I'm going to continue to do both.
1: Mm -hmm. You've shared so much information Becca it sounds like your experiences have been fascinating and you were able to receive great mentoring from more experienced LNCs to help you get on the, the right path right from the beginning. It was, it has been a really great experience and a
2: great transition into the role. I am very grateful for all of the guidance and help that I have received from everyone, especially those
1: C's and, and sees that have pushed me in the right direction during this time. Yes. How would our listener get in touch with you if they wanted to connect with you and have further communication with you about your services or your background, what would be the best way for that to happen? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, It is Becca. And I also, my email is Becca, B-E-C-K-A-H
1: at swanconsults.com. Okay. And Becca is spelled B-E-C-K-A-H. And her last name is Swan, S-W-A-N, like the swan that's sitting behind her in her beautifully (laughs) decorated office. Thank you. Thank you, Becca, for being a guest on Legal Nurse Podcast. I appreciate you sharing your experiences and your transition from utilization nurse to legal nurse consultant to critical care Nurse to independent LNC to critical care nurse. (laughs) It's been a wonderful journey, I think, as I hear about what you've gone through and how the support of other people around you made a huge difference in your own growth. Yeah. Thank you so much for
2: having me. um, And thanks for listening
1: about my journey and going through it with me. You are welcome. And for you who's been watching this program, be sure to go onto YouTube. If you've been watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment. You could give us a thumbs down, but I'd like to know why, because I can't think of anything we could have improved Mm -hmm. on this podcast. And be sure to come back next week when we do our next guest new topic. Or if you are binge listening as somebody told me recently, she got hooked on the podcast and she listened to six of them in a row before she realized how much time she had spent. We love having you here, absorbing the knowledge from our guests and leaving comments about what you're hearing. Thanks so much, I'm Pat Eyer. We've been with Becca Swan, sharing her journey from not knowing anything about legal nurse consulting, to being able to, a a few short years later, have her own business. Thanks so much. My name is Pat Iyer, and I have the pleasure of introducing you to Sam Patton. She and I just finished a podcast. She will be the next podcast available on Legal Nurse Podcast. Sam is a legal nurse consultant and a nurse with extensive experience working in the OR. For the curious listener, Sam, what were some of the topics that we covered during your podcast?
2: We talked about wrong site surgeries, how they still happen, um, wrong patient surgeries, and just all the factors that contribute to both and how they still happen in today's world.
1: Yes, we covered quite a bit of ground. And I think this is an important podcast for you to watch not only as a legal nurse consultant, but somebody you love might be going for surgery. And you can help that person by preparing them to be able to clearly state their name, their date of birth, and what they are there for. Because believe it or not, and you have no problem believing this, sometimes those steps are missed. And then we become involved as legal nurse consultants with wrong patient, wrong site, wrong type of surgery all of those three kinds of errors as samantha said are entirely preventable and are still happening every day in surgeries all over the world thanks so much and be sure to catch sam patton's podcast
0: Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our community to get notified of each new episode and to receive the transcript of today's program. Complete the request form on podcast.legalnursebusiness.com. We appreciate you and your interest.